Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dennis Ruined. I'm your host, Michael Bauer, the best in the business, once again, back in business. Joined, as always, by my faithful co-host, Nate, the Professor Christian. What's up, Nate? What's up, Mike? What's up? It is, uh, it's almost leap, leap day. I'm very excited. I have plans to celebrate. Um, figure we'll go out and have a big party, uh, go check out the bar and see if there's any, you know, fun night left going on for leap day. Oh, well, for me, leap day is Thursday, so I will be... Not going out and celebrating. Um, you know what I think I'm actually going to do to celebrate? What are you going to do? I'm going to go to patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind and check out a free seven-day trial. Because um, you know what? Patreon, if you're a member, you get access to discounted roster reviews. You get mm-hmm. access to discounted merch. And I'm rocking a Dynasty Rewind hoodie right now. It's still hoodie season, Nate. And you know what? It still gets yeah. cool at night in the summertime. What if you do your rookie draft in late May in the woods with your friends at 10 o'clock at night around a bonfire? You need a Dynasty Rewind hoodie to keep you warm. Absolutely. Go get one. And it's comfy. So you'll be warm and comfy. Now, I know this one looks a little faded. This is actually an older hoodie. This was a prototype hoodie that was made locally. So this would be different from what you guys order. So the ones that you guys would order would be a little more bold. We had to work some kinks out, which we did. Everything looks fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, Link is in the description. All of our pods, all of our YouTube videos, you could find the link right there. So go ahead and and set it up. You know, that is something that you can target. And there are certain things that we're going to target at every single position this offseason, Nate. Tis the season to make moves. Let's get to it. Who are you starting to trade for? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. My first trade target at the wide receiver position, Mike, is Gabe Davis. And I've never been the biggest fanboy of Gabe Davis. Um, in fact, most of the time I've not really targeted him. Uh, when I have had him, I've acquired him at a value. And then, you know, I just have struggling feelings around starting him on a week-to-week basis because you know he's hot he's cold but Gabe Davis Gabe Davis is good he's put up some good stats with the Bills and now he's going into free agency and I don't think the Bills are going to be re-signing him he's made that pretty clear actually last week he put an Instagram story up of some highlights saying goodbye to Buffalo and then at the end of that story Mike he posted some stats 
where he was first in the NFL in all these different categories, uh, you know, especially efficiency stats like, you know, hey, this guy was only 50 targets versus all these guys with 100-something targets, but the same kind of touchdown production and things like that. Basically, Gabe Davis saying, look, I'm a good wide receiver, but I was not being used effectively with Buffalo. Now, going into free agency, he's going to have his pick where he wants to go. I think he's going to get paid uh, probably more than you think he's going to get paid. Um, you know, we remember Christian Kirk in free agency just a couple of years ago when he got paid a lot more than we expect. He kind of reset the wide receiver market there. Uh, went to Jacksonville, and after being with the Cardinals and being used as a downfield threat and being, once again, a hot-slash-cold player for fantasy a lot of times, when he went to the Jaguars, they made him a part of their offense that was much different than the Arizona Cardinals had used Christian Kirk. I think we might see something like that with Gabe Davis. Okay. I think there's a chance that he goes somewhere where he's looking to have a different kind of role with the team. And I think he's a talented enough wide receiver that that role could be productive. And right now, he is the wide receiver 61 on keep trade cut. So it doesn't take a lot of production to outproduce that value. He's acquirable right now, and he's been productive before. We've seen it. He's especially been good at you know finding the end zone, and that's something we will always take in fantasy football. So right now, with his value so low going to free agency, I want to take a chance on Gabe Davis where I can. You know, can I get him for like a late second? You know, everyone's out on Gabe Davis right now which means I want to go pick him up for cheap. Worst comes to worst, he's exactly what we think he is. And, you you know, you spend a late late second on Gabe Davis. You still have a decent wide receiver that should be able to fill in every now and then. But if you get any of that upside where he goes somewhere else where they use him differently and he is, his volume increases, I think you're going to have someone that could be, you know, certainly a top 36 wide receiver year in, year out, but could give you top 24 seasonal upside, I think, in that kind of situation. So, you know, 16.6 yards per kick, uh, catch last year was seventh in the NFL among qualified wide receivers, Mike. He also had a 50% catch, contested catch rate. And I know people talk about his drops. It's got the same drop percentage as Mike Evans and DK Metcalf. So I don't really think that's much of an issue. I think Gabe Davis is someone that we need to go take a look at before free agency hits. You have on here the cost is the 207. Um, just want to throw it out there right now, just because we're getting into rookie draft season. The current 207 Dynasty Rewind ADP is Trey Benson. So just kind of comparing right yep. there. Um, you were told this is a bad running back class, but you know, which I do think Trey Benson's ADP will probably go up between you're, now. You're a Benson fan. I'm not, I'm not I quite as high on Benson as you. Well, neither is everybody else drafting in the Dynasty <laughs> Rewind rookie mock drafts either. I could tell you that I've been wanting to mock, but it's a uh, hospin running them, but I just haven't had a chance to hop in there. So um, these things happen. All right. It's fun though. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, at the 207 though, I'm definitely willing to take a chance. I don't hate that price. If I could do it, I feel like that may not get it done. I feel like people are still going to want to ask for more. Uh, but if it was the 207, I'd be okay with paying that. So Nate, I think you're going to like my wide receiver target. Am I? Baltimore Ravens wide receiver, Zay flowers. <sighs> yeah. Why? Because he's fire. But he was wide receiver 30 on the season, 77 catches for 858 yards and five touchdowns. It's 11.1 yards per reception. I believe he did not play the last game of the year. They sat their starters. Correct. Okay, so um, I do also think that his 11.1 yards per reception will increase as it goes on. I don't see him. Yeah, I mean, not. I don't think it's going to get too much better, too much higher up because of how he's kind of used. Ish. Um, 
but I think he's also the clear-cut Ravens wide receiver one, not wide receiver one, not receiver one. That's Mark Andrews when he's there. And I do want to say that, you know, we've been hearing the narrative of I don't want any wide receiver that's on the Ravens. I think this past year proved that that's a fallacy. Hopefully I'm using the right word there. Um, Look, Lamar Jackson threw for almost 4,000 yards last year. He was 307 out of 457, 3,678 yards, 24 touchdowns, and seven interceptions. The volume was there. Lamar Jackson's getting older. We've seen that these older mobile quarterbacks, when they get older, they start to become more proficient at passing the football. Guys like Steve Young, Randall Cunningham, Michael Vick, they got better passing the football as they aged. Lamar Jackson still did have 821 rushing yards in 2023. Fantastic season for him. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'm definitely all in. I like Zay Flowers. I almost said Zay Jones. Zay Jones, you're all right, too, if you're listening to this. You're just not my target for the moment. You know, I do think right now you're going to have to pay up a little bit to get Zay Flowers. Regardless, um, he is the wide receiver 24 on keep trade cut. But you're going to need a staggered first and second, I believe, however you want to flip it, however you could work it. Um, It's going to cost you a little bit more, a little bit more in one quarterback. You might need to move like a Trey McBride. Might be able to get plus back just a tiny bit. Zay Flowers, Joe Burrow, Travis Etienne, and in Superflex, you might have to move guys like DK Metcalf, JSN, James Cook. They're all valued around Zay Flowers right now. Need to say, I think if you could swing, you'd probably be buying Zay Flowers, right, Nate? Yeah, I like Zay Flowers. I think he's going to be the wide receiver one for that Ravens offense moving forward for Lamar. Um, I do think Bateman's a nice little buy low. Just want to point him out. He actually had a pretty strong end to the season. Just wasn't getting the ball, to be honest. But John Harbaugh's been uh, talking him up. Matt Harmon over at um, Reception Perception is a really big Bateman fan as well. But Zay Flowers, I'm all in. You know, I think James Cook is someone I would move if I'm looking for a wide receiver um, in in Zay Flowers. I think the staggered first, second, like a late first, mid, you know, not in that top seven, of course, but yeah. like a, a later first um, with a with a staggered second. Yeah, I, I would make that move for Zay. Nate, let's go now to your running back target. Who do you got? All right, at the running back position, you know, I'll be honest, Mike, I'm not a huge fan of targeting running backs in the offseason, especially before the draft. But there's one player I do feel pretty confident about um, projecting moving forward that I think we can rise in value. And I think that's Kendra Miller for the New Orleans Saints. Um, You know, someone that we liked as a a prospect coming out, um, didn't really get a lot of time on the field this year, unfortunately, a, a lot due to injury. Um, which is a, a slight red flag it's of its own. You know, I, I don't want to call him injury prone yet. It's only been one season, but, you know, you got to be on the field to, you know, produce for us. So it took him a while to get in the field, but by week 18, they put him on the field. They took Alvin Kamara out and they're like, hey, let's look at our future. Um, that was pretty much what they said when they put him out there. And he performed pretty well. Um, 13 carries for 73 yards. That's in a, in a touchdown at 5.6 yards per carry. We'll take that for, you know, his first game starting essentially against the Falcons. So I like Kendra Miller. I, I think his value right now is still kind of a little depressed. Um, he is a younger running back going into his second year, looks to be on the rise. Certainly we'll see more volume next year, even if he's not the only guy in the backfield. So I think that there's opportunity there to buy in. Um, also Alvin Kamara, he's pretty much gone. He has an $18.8 million cap hit next year. And I know the cap just rose by like 30 million, but that is the largest cap hit for any running back in the 2024 season. And I don't know if the NFL hates anything more than paying running backs. So Alvin Kamara is not going to see that. 
Um, I, I expect him to be either traded or released post June one. Um, I imagine that's probably going to be a release because I'm sure no one wants to take on that contract. Um, if they do that, they can open up nearly $12 million in cap space. And we all know the saints are behind on the cap. They are every single year for the past decade, basically. So they need all the cap space they can get. That's why they drafted Kendra Miller. Of course, this isn't the draft to, you know, draft Camara's, you know, next, next up, but they could definitely add someone to the backfield to go with Kendra Miller. I still think that's fine right now um, for the price you can get Miller because I expect that's probably be like a day three pick. Yeah. Um, Miller is the guy that they've invested into already with a day two pick. So I think Miller right now, you can get him kind of for that mid late second as well, kind of um, similar value to Gabe Davis, a little bit higher up um, because he is that running back and has a bit more potential upside moving forward. So Kendrick Miller for a mid second, I think in this running back class, you're probably picking up a similar running back at that spot. Anyway, I have like the two Oh seven on here once again. And you said Trey Benson, you know, between Trey Benson and Kendrick Miller, I'd rather have Kendra Miller, Mike. Yeah, I don't hate that. Um, I, I think as prospects, I probably would have liked Kendra Miller a little bit more. And let's not forget, Jamal Williams also under contract for the next two years. His cap hit significantly less than what Alvin Kamara's is. So if you went into it with Jamal Williams and Kendra Miller, I feel fine with that. To be honest with you, as a Kendra Miller owner, I like where your manager, forgive me, I like where your head's at uh, with Kendra Miller here. I definitely would buy in. And to be honest with you, now is the time that I personally like to buy running backs, especially ones in confusing situations like this. Because Not me, if you're buddy. saying this about Alvin Kamara, they did they did restructure uh, Derek Carr. Maybe they figure something out with Kamara. So if I can get a player that I like a little bit cheaper, then I'll do it. I hate buying running backs in season because that's when you're paying a premium. So I'm all in on this. So much of our focus here is protecting our assets and dynasty, keeping the long-term vision in mind. Aura reflects this mindset with the most important assets in your life. Have you ever received a spam call or suspicious email? It's not just annoying. It's a sign of a much larger problem behind these unwanted communications or data brokers, websites that buy and sell your personal information without your consent. I recently did a search for my own name online and was shocked to find my information plastered across multiple data broker sites. That's when I realized just how vulnerable my online presence really was. Enter Aura. They're more than just an online security service. They're your personal bodyguard in the digital world. Aura actively identifies which data brokers are selling your info and takes swift action by sending opt-out requests on your behalf. Not only does this cut down on spam, but it also shields you and your loved ones from potential cyber threats and hackers. Think about it. Your address, email, health records, even details about your family are all out there for anyone to exploit. But Aura doesn't just stop at protection. They offer unparalleled convenience, too. With their comprehensive suite of tools, including antivirus, VPN, password management, and identity theft insurance, you can safeguard your online presence with ease from the app on your phone or desktop. It's like locking all your doors with one key. I've made the choice to take my online privacy seriously, and with Aura by my side, I have the peace of mind to focus on what truly matters. If you value your privacy as much as I do, don't wait any longer. Check out Aura today and take control of your online presence. Go to Aura.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind to start your two-week free trial on us. The link will be in the description of this podcast. Don't wait. Protect yourself today. Nate, let me give you my running back target now, and that is Pittsburgh Steelers running back Najee Harris. Yes. Yes, it is. So you know why? Over a thousand yards and at least seven touchdowns in each of his three seasons. 
That's nice. That's consistency, man. He's mm-hmm. just not as consistently good as we expected. But the good thing is, you know he's going to get volume. Put him in there. He's startable. You're not expecting him to be your running back one at this point. You're not paying that when you're trading for him. And he does have 144 career receptions, although he did have a career low in 2023 with 29. Goodbye, Matt Canada. Hello, Arthur Smith. It's better. But again, one of those things where, you know, we've seen it before. Sometimes people are better coordinators than they are um, head coaches. Mm-hmm. I could give you the example, Jim Schwartz, much better defensive coordinator than head coach. I know that that doesn't correlate to offensive skill players, but still just an example that I thought of. Um, and yeah, Jalen Warren's there. The Steelers have a lot of questions. I'm willing to acquire a player who could be productive. He's only 25 or, you know what? He's a running back. So oh, he's 25, I guess you could say, but I think we get a few more years out of him. So, um, if I'm getting him in a super flex league, maybe two seconds, I would try for probably going to need a little bit more. Um, I saw one, a couple where Tony Pollard got traded straight up for, Mm -hmm. uh, Najee Harris and I'm using for my trades. I'm using fantasycalc.com. So real trades. Um, so I'm traded straight up for DeAndre Swift. What about if you were not a believer in what's going on in Washington? You move Brian Robinson. I think you can get Najee in a third for Brian Robinson right now. Okay. To be honest with you, to get a little bit on top. I would need that. And in one quarterback league, probably going to be a late first. He's a starting running back. You got to have a one. When it comes to draft picks and a starting running back, got to be a first, um, maybe even early second. If it's 10-team league, if it's like 201, 202, somebody might go for that. Yeah. You can also move guys like Keenan Allen, Romeo Dudge. And oddly enough, Jalen Warren is valued very close to Najee Harris too. So yeah. if you like one but not the other and you have one but not the other, you can make a swap. Um, so, Nate, anything to add to that before we move on to your tight end? I do have something to add. I want to just make a mention of the fact that both Najee Harris and Jalen Warren are both 25 years old. They're the same age. Najee Harris has been in the league one year longer? Yep. Okay. But just just a reminder for everyone, because I know everyone's been really excited about Jalen Warren the past two years and looked at him as the young, spry running back compared to Najee Harris, the old veteran. They're both 25. Keep that in mind. (laughs) All right, Nate, who is your tight end target? All right, my next target at the tight end position is Pat Fryermuth. And Pat Fryermuth has been one of my favorite tight ends for a a long time now. Um, You know, being in that Steeler offense, he has been productive. His first two seasons, um, he had 60-plus receptions in both those seasons, which put him in pretty rare company to start off your career like that. Um, It was only about, about four or five other tight ends that had been able to put up those consistent numbers over the first two seasons. And Pat Fryermuth going into his third year, I was looking for, you know, another breakout, maybe another year with Kenny Pickett was really going to let us see something. Um, but, you know, Mike, no, Matt Canada was still there. It, it didn't go that well. Kenny Pickett ended up being the starter for most of the year. Um, Pat Fryermuth was injured for a lot of the year as well. And because he didn't spend a lot of the time on the field, a lot of us forgot about Pat Fryermuth. And I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed because he has fallen down rankings. He's completely out of the top 12 of the tight end position. I get it. There's, there's good tight ends out there um, that have entered the league in the past year and have kind of broken out in the 2023 season. But Pat Frymuth, he is one of the better tight ends in the NFL. And he is certainly a top 12 tight end in the NFL and should be in your dynasty ranks as well. Um, I, I understand that there is some wariness around the Steelers offense. 
But I actually think that Arthur Smith is a really good get for the Steelers offense. Um, whether it's Mason Rudolph, whether it's Kenny Pickett, or it's Kirk Cousins or Justin Fields or some other quarterback that they bring in. Look what Arthur Smith did last year with Desmond Ritter. I know it wasn't pretty, but it was still productive at times. And I think whatever quarterback is going to be playing quarterback for the Steelers is going to be better than Desmond Ritter. And yeah. we saw that Arthur Smith liked to use the tight end position. I know there's the joke out there. It's like, oh, go by Darnell Washington or whoever the tight end three is. But yeah. at the end of the day, Mike Tomlin's going to say, hey, this is my guy, Pat Frymuth. And throughout Mike Tomlin's career, they've always had a tight end that they, they trust. And Pat Frymuth's going to continue to be that guy. He's going to continue to give you, you know, maybe not top five tight end production, but he's going to give you that low, low end tight end one production. And right now you can get him. He's like the tight end 16, I believe, on keep trade cut. So, you know, just at, at that price, you can pick him up for, a, a, once again, another mid to late second round pick uh, you can get Pat Frymuth for right now. And I just think the value right there is just, it's too easy to get your starting tight end if you need one, uh, you know, for cheap, where I think the value is only going to increase. Number one is we get closer to the NFL season. And then once the 2024 season starts and Pat Frymuth is just healthy again, his value is certainly going to rise. Sign me up. Yep. For sure. You're getting a starting tight end for a late second round pick. And the fact of the matter is he's most likely going to be better than um, maybe not Brock Bowers, but probably better than like JT Sanders, Ben Sennett in their first yep. year. I mean, we could see a Sam Laporta-esque season from one of those guys. It's always happened or it's always possible. Um, but I love this. You're buying a, a, a player that's coming off a bad season. To me, that's the time to strike. I love where your mind's at there. My tight end target is Jake Ferguson. Yes, I'm trying to acquire yeah. a Dallas Cowboy because you know what? My loyalty is to my bank account. So, you know, he's a reliable target for rain. 71 catches, 761 yards, and five touchdowns on 102 targets. It's tight end nine in 2023, Nate. That's not bad. That is a tight end one, ladies and gentlemen. When I say ladies, I mean all of the one lady that listens to the podcast. Will the Dallas Cowboys improve? At wide receiver in 2024. Let's be realistic here. I believe Michael Gallup is still under contract. Jalen Tolbert is still there. He's done little to nothing. CD Lamb is the man. Um, but you bring in a rookie, it's not always smooth sailing right away. So if they get better, then that draws more coverage away from him and gives him more targets, or not more targets, but it draws coverage away from him. If they don't get better, he gets the same amount of targets. We see what his ceiling and floor could be, and I'm okay with that. Tight end nine. Let's do it. He's only 25. That's still plenty young for a tight end. In Superflex, you're going to have to move someone like Travis Etienne, but the good news is you can get Jake Ferguson in a 24 second on top of it. And I know the Etienne's been a sell for you. What, what's that for? What's yeah, that for? If, if it's tight end premium, I think maybe, but oh man, positional scarcity at the running back position. It's it's tough to to move Etienne. You know, I'd, I'm, I'd want Ferguson in a first probably. Ooh, well, good luck. Um, you could you could try for a mid to early second straight up. I've seen a couple of those, and then he's also I saw a JSN for Jake Ferguson in early second as well. And in one quarterback league, you can move guys like Jameson Williams, Michael Mayer in a third or two seconds. Uh, yeah, I like the Michael Mayer in a third. I think that's that's a good value. You know, it's kind of you know if Michael Mayer quote unquote hits. You're, you're kind of getting what Jake Ferguson is, I think. Um, you yeah. Know, I hate so to move you're just Mayer. guaranteeing it with a third. I'm, I'm cool with that. I, I hate to move Michael Mayer, but, you know, 
I think there's less questions around Jake Ferguson right now exactly. yeah. than there is Michael Mayer. And especially if you're contending, to me, that's a move that I'll make. And that's why you join more than one dynasty league because then you just go get Michael Mayer somewhere mm-hmm. else. You still got a share. Exactly. That's, what, that's what I started doing. I'm like, that's- oh, I don't have any shares of this guy. Well, I'll start another league. <laughs> and then you end up with like 30. And then, yeah. Then just, just don't join too many too fast. Pace yourself. Yes. Nate, let's move on before we head out of here to our last position, and that is the quarterback position. Who is your quarterback target? All right. So my quarterback target, Mike, you're going to like this one. I probably stole him from you because I got to the show sheet first. Nope. I've talked about him too much. So you're good. <laughs> you have. So I figured it was my turn. And it's Jared Goff. Jared Goff has really been impressive uh, to me over the last two years that he's been in Detroit, especially or the last three years, actually. But the last two years is when he's really been impressive. And last year was actually his best season uh, graded by PFF. Um, and, and we saw a true franchise quarterback for that team, get them to the NFC championship. That team, that city rallied around Jared, um, in, in a way we'd never saw LA really. Um, so we have that whole narrative going for him. And why I bring that up is because Jared Goff's about to get paid. He's about to get a big contract extension. Um, you know, we haven't really heard much about those talks, but it could literally drop any day. Um, you know, they're going to make it happen this off season. Jared Goff's going to be the quarterback of the future for Detroit. And I really like the sound of that because he was productive this year. He threw for nearly 5,500 yards, Mike. You know that? 5,411 yards. I don't think – I didn't think it was that much. Um, but It's a career high. Okay. Yeah. Good for you, Jared Goff. It's also a career high 34 touchdowns this year. And he had a 67.6% completion rate, which what? Look at that. Career high. So – Jared Goff, coming off a career year, about to get paid a whole lot of money. I don't know how long his contract extension is going to be. I doubt it's going to be like a huge deal like Mahomes had where it's 10 years or some of these younger guys who are getting it for eight, seven years. Probably more like a four or five-year deal. But I think Jared Goff is one of the best quarterback twos you could possibly have on your team in Superflex. And I saw I was looking up in the trade database, Mike. You could acquire Jared Goff for like a 25 first. Let's do it. It, that that just blows my mind that people are that low on Jared Goff because of the narrative that's followed him um, throughout the beginning of his career. That now, after we're seeing him, and I understand it's a career year. Can he do this again? Can he keep it up? He's got Amon Ross St. Brown and Sam Laporta and a really good team. I mean, it might regress a little bit, but you're still, like I said, getting a really good quarterback too. I feel really good about this. This is one of the best values, I think, right now. Jared Goff has been one of the best values for the past two years. As soon as that contract extension hits, I think his value goes up a bit more. So make that move before he gets that gets gets that contract. There were times last year where I had acquired Jared Goff to me, my quarterback two, and he ended up being my quarterback one because he was playing so well. Also, did you say he threw for 5,500 yards? So I, I have to <laughs> remember that sometimes when I'm looking at stats, PFF, when you first pull up a page, it adds in their playoff stats. Which uh, okay. Is, is confusing and I always forget about it. So I'm looking up here and it says 54, you know, 100 yards. But I know, Mike, if you take away the postseason and we get the actual stats, 4,575. There it is. Only 4,000. Appreciate it. Also, I looked it up. Uh, according to Spotrack's market value tool, it estimates that his contract extension could be four years, $149.8 million. So he would average about $37.4 million a year. That's just. An estimation, obviously, it could look very different. We don't know. Um, but, yeah, that's 
I think that's great. You know, I'm all in on this. I'm all in on Jared oh, yeah. Goff. You know, he's what 29, 28, 29. You said, um, so yeah, 29 like, years old, not even 30 yet. Plenty of time for a quarterback. Not worried about that at all. Um, mm-hmm. I'm also buying a young NFC North quarterback, and this is Jordan Love. You had your chance. The guy over there told you before last season to grab Jared Goff. Um, well, I, that was me, but he was telling you to get Jordan Love. You laughed at him. Quarterback 14 on the year. Well, no, quarterback three. I'm sorry. Quarterback five. Okay, look, he was quarterback five on the year. I promise that is true. I'm all jumbled up here. Um, and that was his first year as a starter. 30, 372 out of 579. That's a 64.2% completion percentage, which is great for a first-year starter. 4,159 yards, 32 touchdowns, 11 picks. And, hey, a little bit of rushing, too. Got 50 carries for 247 yards and four touchdowns. That's more than I would think that Jordan Love would get. I like to see that he's got a good coach. He's got a great young wide receiver core and two really good tight end options in Luke Musgrave. And as much as we don't like Tucker Craft, he was pretty productive when he was called upon. So good on you, Tucker Craft. He's 25, one year of starting Nate. He's got a lot of tread left on his tires. I can guarantee <laughs> you that. I'm going to pay up for a young prospect, especially if I could do it for a 25 first, because I do not like the 25 quarterback class. Right now, this class right now, again, right now, looks to be better. Okay, there's questions in the 25 class, um, but in Superflex, it's going to have to be first and a second. Uh, could it have to be two firsts if your league is filled with quarterback whores? You know, he's also valued around guys like Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, and Christian McCaffrey, the Superflex League. So what does that tell you about what the what your, the people you're playing against think about him? Okay. And in a one quarterback league, probably like a late first, early second ish. He's also valued around players like Debo Samuel and Kyle Pitts. So that's what I, I got. I, you, you know, I like it. I like both these quarterbacks. Me too. You know what? If you have Jared Goff and Jordan Love as your one and two, Ooh. you're, you're Ooh. okay. You you know, oh, I don't have one of like the top five, six guys. You know what? On a seasonal production outlook, you're fine. I did uh, spell it out. I did a roster review for somebody. He's like, I really want CJ Stroud. And I said, that's great that you want CJ Stroud. I get that. Now's not the time to buy CJ Stroud. It was right nope. after the regular season. You, you missed that boat now. You got to wait until someone else is the, the flavor of the year. And I, I laid out why, hey, you know, sometimes it's not about the name of the quarterback. It's how productive they are. I said, you can go after Jordan Love. And I even made a case for Dak Prescott. I was like, you want consistency in a guy who you can acquire much cheaper than CJ Stroud? Here's Dak Prescott. People yep. love to hate him every year. You know, yeah. hey, you're not playing him in the playoffs. You only need him in the regular season. He's <laughs> fine there. Uh, but that's going to be it for us. We hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you for listening. Don't forget a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Helps other people see us. We really appreciate it. And when I see them, I get all warm and fuzzy inside. So <laughs> next, everybody, but everybody, forgive me for Nate. I'm Mike. See you later. If you want to level up above your competition, we invite you to become a member of our Patreon. For as little as $1 a month, you get access to our Discord chat, where advice is at your fingertips 24-7. When you level up to our 5 or $10 tiers, you get bonus podcasts, rankings, and specific tier-based chats. We are offering a free 7-day trial for a limited time, so head to patreon.com forward slash Rewind and tier up now.